Hey everyone, I'm Megan. And I'm Dave. Typically on the Dig News Streams podcast, we talk about big ideas and spirituality that might lead us to new kinds of thinking. On this journey, we'll be focusing inward to develop a stronger connection with ourselves. And to do that, we'll be giving challenges to ourselves and to each other so that we can develop even deeper connections and love with ourselves. Welcome to Summer Currents. This is a tougher one because we were away. You were on like you were camping. You were, it's like vacation. Uh-huh. So it takes like it's a different mode that you're in than daily life, I feel like. Vacation mode is different. Right? Yes. I, f- I feel like it's tougher because it's getting real. Ooh, the challenges Ooh, are the getting challenges. real. I love that. Is that why you feel like it's getting tougher or you really feel like... It was getting real. I was like, the yeah. especially the... um. Especially that I re-implemented your first challenge to me mm-hmm. and added a, a parenting one. Whoa. I was like, what am oh, I doing to myself? This, am I really doing this? Or is, it's, yeah, it yeah. is real. Yeah. I agree. Real. So we're going to, well, yeah, what were our challenges? So I know my challenges were mm-hmm. that I would, I was cutting back a little bit because my, my silence per day thing was like, I want to do a half hour at a time or something like that. Yeah. And it just felt like too big. And I was... I wasn't meeting that goal, so I trimmed yeah. it down to like 10 minutes. Yeah, that's good. And then the other one for personal goals was I'm going to share more personally of myself at work. And mm-hmm. then the parenting one was I was going to limit my kids to one hour of screen time in the morning and one hour in the afternoon. You the, really went for it. I was not messing around because <laughs> yeah. I'm like, summer's coming. I don't want to be stuck in some situations where... We're inside. It's beautiful out. Yeah. And they're just like, uh, I just want to be on my phone yeah. or my, you know, play Fortnite or something. Right. You're setting so, your intention. Right. I was. Set summer off right. So those are my challenges. What about you? How, uh, I was going to say, how did it go? I'll, yeah, I'll talk about my challenges if you'd like me to. I do. Okay, yeah. fine. I'll start this <laughs> off here. All right, let's start off with the hardest one, which was that parenting one. Yeah. It became harder than I thought because I had to go back to school for a summer session and my kids were not with me until about three o'clock so i did set some ground rules but that ended up causing quite a bit of conflict between my kids and my mother and so we had to regroup yeah and really i just made it for my own when i'm just with them when like when i'm with them i'm gonna make sure that i do that yeah that's fair so i will say there was one day i can remember over the last two weeks that I'd nailed it. But it was easy. It was just kind of <laughs> like we're going out for the day. You know, we're going to the pool. Or, yeah. you know, I did this twice, actually. One was to the pool. One was to a beach. And there was just no screen time. Yeah. Uh, it, it was just kind of like a Oliver woke up. He had some screen time and that was it. We went off and running about our day. The harder times is when there's not a structure and where I can... Mm-hmm. I, I don't have like a good reason why. Right. There's no activity that you're going to all day yeah yeah and i'm not typically the best at planning ahead when it comes to activities yeah i'm not that's not something i've always really done so well um, that's hard and that's like a pressure we put on ourselves i think in our generation like mm. we're not camp counselors all day with our kids (laughs) our parents didn't do that for us true typically true so, right, you don't have a schedule of activities planned right. at home. 
I don't. And I don't have them like going all over the place. Uh, Annabelle just turned 13. So it's a different thing. Oliver's eight. So just trying to yeah. plan around those different needs yeah. is actually tough. So Yeah. Um, and they rarely want to do the same thing. But swimming is usually a common denominator. So whenever yes. I can do that, that's good. I will say um, there were a couple days that I was able to, without with unstructured time, have limits on the screen time in a way that I hadn't in the past. Mm-hmm. I didn't do one hour a day. One hour in the morning, one hour in the afternoon. And there was one day that was particularly disastrous because I was not on my game. And it was just like a rainy day. And there was just, not the whole day, but, you know, we're making excuses here. Part of the day it rained. Mm -hmm. And I just kind of was like, eh, whatever. And their moods were just impossible for me to, to sort of manage. Yeah. They were so upset. They were... They, uh, Belle seemed like depressed. She was just on her phone. I and yeah. I to try to get her off was a challenge. And I'm like, ah, I made this mistake. Like I created this environment, and I've, I sort of beat myself up for it. So with that one, um, I still want to work on that a little bit. I need the limits are really important. They're mm-hmm. not going to limit themselves. Right. They're just yeah. not. Yeah. It's a war. It is. We've come to realize it's a war. Is the we right are war. battling technology. Yeah. We they know it's it doesn't feel good necessarily. No, we know it's not good for them. It's so hard, like you said, if you're not on your game, it's it, it's just can just turn into hours on their devices. And who can be on their game all the time? No, you can't. You know, I know. It's just hard because when you're not, here's the thing I've noticed: when you're not on your game, and they're leaning into just like mindless entertainment. Yeah, which is. You know, video games or phone or you know YouTube. TikTok, TikTok, YouTube, any of that stuff. Yes, like it's a recipe for disaster. Yeah, because I'm more prone to anxiety when I'm not on my game. Yeah, I f- I feed their anxiety and I'm getting frustrated with them when I'm projecting a lot of my stuff. Yeah, so it's just something that I need to be really planful about. Um, so I'm gonna add, I'm gonna keep this challenge just temper it a little bit, but yeah, mm-hmm. I I. I uh, there were a couple wins and one major loss. <laughs> okay. Um, um, are there things like you can kind of you can feel it right when the when that's happening? Yes, one hundred. I wonder if there are things you can do to catch it in that moment and try to turn it around a bit. Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, we're open to ideas. Yeah, I would love. <laughs> yeah, that might be a great way. Please, if there are people out there that have ideas. Uh, we both need them around these things. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, no, I don't have any on the spot. But, yeah. Uh, I'd love to think of some. Maybe I'll have some after. Uh, second challenge. Mm-hmm. We'll mo- keep moving here. Um, I'll say was the 10 minute of silent, just not on a device, not doing work, not doing anything really. Um, and I will say all but one day, I know I did it. And I know that one day I didn't do it because I got to the end of my day and I even knew that I didn't do it and I didn't give myself the space to do it. I was conscious of it. So it's a morning ritual for me now. Mm -hmm. I have instituted into my letter from God and my just, you know, getting situated with the day. Yeah. I take five to ten minutes and just sit, look at the trees, 
or just close my eyes. And it's not really something I'm doing with intentionality through throughout the day, but it is something that because I'm starting my day with it and I'm like calming my mind a little bit at different points during the day, if I'm like stuck on my phone, I'll be like, yeah, I actually should just pause and be silent right, right. now. So yeah, that's good. Yeah. So I've been, I've felt really good about that one. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if you can even have a like something on your phone. I just feel like tools are helpful. Mm. It's like a picture on your screen of your phone just saying something, right? Like, do you need to be looking at me right it's now? So good. <laughs> it's so good. Why don't you just sit and be quiet instead? Yeah. Something. Okay. Something that's, that's helpful a, to you. That's a great idea. I notice that all the time. I don't know what to do with myself. And I just pick up my phone and look at it. And then I'm looking at it and I have nothing to look at. And right. like... I mean, I check the weather. <laughs> like, what am I doing? I know. It's true. I don't want to do that. Right. I don't want that to be like my like my reflex. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Okay. Then, then to add some element of a reminder on my screen so that I don't. Okay. Because the cute picture of my kids on my screen is cute, but it's actually yeah. not. Not. I know what they look like. Right. You've and, seen um, it. <laughs> Other people probably don't even see the picture. Right. I'll just put a reminder there. Yeah. That's good. Okay. It's like, put me down. Yeah. I love that. Put me down. Yeah. Look outside. Yeah. Exactly. That's good. Yeah. All right. I'll make that myself. I'll just. It's make... just crazy that like we need that. Right. And we've right. only had phones for how long? A couple decades. Right. Well, me probably but, one decade. Yeah, you. you I'm late to the game. You still have an but iPhone too. Our kids are I, getting them from the time they're from like one year old. One year old. Yeah, it's true. I know. So, and it's such a habit that we really have a hard time. Strategies. Yeah. That's so good. You're right. Okay, I'll. I'll That's why it's that. hard to kind of hear people being tough on kids, being like, "Why are you on your phone? Why are you on your whatever?" We I gave know. it to them. We bought it for them. Right they're surrounded by it they're just you know it's got a hold on them it's got a hold on us right and we're judging them yeah I, the amount of times i hear someone say to a teenager like you're addicted to it like right yeah like yes, you're like you're not given. going into your right. office and just sitting yeah. on your phone yeah that is a given right <laughs> so what are we gonna do about it exactly yeah we all are yeah all right that's good okay that was the second one. Third one was this is a this is a bigger one mm-hmm I was going to share personally about yeah. myself at work. Okay. Yeah. There was an incident. <laughs> <laughs> so excited to hear about this. I know. There was an incident that happened last week that was difficult for me personally. That's about as much as I can say. Okay. And it was involving my daughter's birthday. And I was upset about something that was happening around it. So upset. Like it was very hurtful to me. Yeah. And I was just very anxious at work, really, really struggling. Um, and I had, didn't have a couple, cla- like two periods in a row, I had no classes. And this person that I've become friendly with at work, who's half my age, pretty much, mm-hmm. um, came in the room because she had a block off too. And I was like, you came in at maybe the wrong time for you, but the right time for me. Can I vent to <laughs> you? And I just vented. I know it actually is it is because like we've she was safe because she's someone that's like been consistently coming in and she's the one that I accidentally spilled the beans about being on the podcast (laughs) so I even here's where so I vented about my personal situation and then I talked about the podcast 
Wow. Yes. So two and one. Two and one. So wow. I nailed it. So here's how I did it. I was like, my girlfriend gave me this challenge because we're doing a pot like <laughs> part of our podcast series for the summer is to chat like to talk about myself at work. And now I have to talk about this situation. So like you've made the podcast. <laughs> yes, it's a perfect lead in. It was. Yeah. And I felt like it felt easy. I did feel at the end of it, I felt very vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And I told her, I was like, to be honest, I don't really know who to trust. So yeah. I don't, in this space, like I don't really, it's kind of abnormal for me in my work environment to not share mm-hmm. about my personal life. And I'm rediscovering what that looks like for me. Yeah. And I appreciate that you just listened to me vent about my life. And yeah. um, so congratulations. You made the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> how did it go? Like It was great. Does she it was, matter how she responded? But... It doesn't actually. Yeah. It doesn't because, um, no, it, yeah. was, it really ended up being, yeah, that's a great Are question. You, I'll say this instead. Are you happy that you had that conversation in that moment? I am. I needed it yeah. because I was just so anxious and upset, angry. And to have a person there for me to just be able to, I don't even... You know, there was some solidarity that they shared. They were like, oh, mm-hmm. I have know something like this. I, yeah. It was it was helpful uh, to have that. And I'm like, I don't care really what you do with it after. I don't care if you tell yeah. people about my business. Sure. Like, that's really what it was coming down to for me not sharing. Like, yeah. I don't want people talking about my business. But why, why do I care if Who that's cares? what people want to yeah. do? So, yeah, it felt great to have that space to do it. Yeah. And And the alternative, like not only was it probably helpful in that moment, but the alternative of holding it in, acting like everything's fine, going to your next class, continuing to just kind of have it in your own head. Yep. It's like even worse. Yeah. Yeah. I know. And it's that kind of thing that really is problematic for me because I was like very overwhelmed with so much that was going on and it was really helpful to be able to go to class after venting so yeah 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 so accomplished that wow you killed it i did you killed all of them i I think well not i did pretty well i did pretty well yeah Yeah, thank you you took on three things look at that you worked towards them yeah yeah taking this thing seriously especially because you challenged me to a competition during the first episode so i'm taking this real seriously yeah yeah all right we're competitive, so <laughs> that's why this will go well. <laughs> Even if the weeks get harder and we're like, oh, okay, we're really doing this. Right, because one of us okay. has to win. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not giving up. Nope. All right, are you ready for All your right, I'm ready for mine. Yeah, so I had two. Okay. Um, so one was spending five minutes a day doing some visualization of what it looks like to return to the fitness world in some way. Yeah. So I, you know, I was a personal trainer for a number of years um, and was always um, playing sports and athletic, you know, for a good portion of my life. Although mm. that window is getting further behind. <laughs> I used to say like my whole life and now it's like, oh, only like the first third of it now. Three quarters. Three quarters of it. Yes. <laughs> That's pretty good. So I did that. I did it um, early on after setting that goal mm. and it was pretty cool to see the impact of just 
setting the intention of five minutes a day hmm. um, because I thought it would just be like carving out that five minutes a day. But what it really did was set my intention for the whole day. Wow. So as soon as I did, um, you know, spend a couple minutes doing, um, letting my mind wander without judgment, like what would that look like? It made me think like if that's where I'm headed, how do I want to spend my day today? Mm. So I know we had a Saturday together. Yeah. And it really changed the course of our Saturday together, I feel yes, like. Yes, it did. For Instead sure. of tasking it and being really task and goal oriented, <laughs> I wanted to start by breathing for a couple minutes together. Yep. I think I walked before that or after that. Um, there. I think it was before that. I walked before that yes. and then... Then wanted breathe. to breathe. Yes. Yeah, for a couple minutes. Yeah. And on that walk, um, so you're aware of this, but I've never felt like a walk is like a workout. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know what it is. We'll just call it a walk for now. Right. But, um, and I'm saying this for anyone who, you know, grew up just playing sports your whole life and mm. that was a major part of your identity. And now you're kind of looking at your body and your. 30s 40s and like it's unrecognizable Mm -hmm. you know and so it's so frustrating i know for me to walk and like that's what i can do and that's like my workout because i have so much like judgment about it and shame and um but i so on my walk on that saturday when i'm thinking you know i'm gonna be judgment free i'm gonna do some visualization i'm gonna try not to judge but i also just let myself have those negative thoughts on the walk mm. and notice them as they came up and that was really important because the whole time i was walking was one negative thought after another and it was important mm. to realize like this is what's holding me back i'm obviously holding myself back mm. but like who wants to enter a space again like working out if Every second, it's like a new negative thought about right. myself. Um, you know, how did I let myself like get to this point? You know, I would never think that I could get to a place where I can't like run a mile. Mm. So that's just like running through my head constantly. But on that walk, what I tried to do is um, I listened to um, writer Michael Stinger talk about just replacing negative thoughts with positive ones. And so I did that, you know, mm. instead of thinking like, I can't believe I can't do this or that. I replace that with like, I am so grateful that I have two legs mm. carrying my body right now. So looked up at the sky. I, my whole um, like posture changed once I started thinking those thoughts because yeah. I just started look up instead of down. Yeah. I felt like my shoulders relax and I was like looking at the sky more. Mm. Um, so then I got home and then I wanted to breathe and we yep. had a really relaxed day after that. We really did. Yeah. It was, so, like, it was powerful. Really. Yeah. I can say from my from my vantage point that like hearing you say that at the beginning of a Saturday, I was like, all right, what are what are we going to do today? Like, what are we going to do some yard work? What's going to happen? And like hearing you say, you know what, I'm going to pause and breathe was like, yeah, yeah, that's it really did change the course of the day. So yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. So nice. So that was one time like, did you every day in some like form or fashion, like leave room to think about that even while you're on vacation and yeah, I did. Yeah. Um, because 
I know at my core that I'm supposed to be in the health and wellness Mm. field in some capacity. And so like what I do for work right now just doesn't feel like it always lines up with like my meaning. Um, So it that thought the thoughts always come up on like a pretty daily basis anyway. But Mm. what I'm doing now is just like not judging it and not feeling like, oh, that's ridiculous. Like I can't ever get back to that world again, you know. So it it definitely came up every day, um, vacation or or not, you know, whether I like carved the time out and intentionally thought about it or not. And the days and I really like intentionally um, wanted to kind of plan and visualize were a lot more powerful. Mm. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Awesome. I know. All right. You exciting, killed that one. Exciting and scary all the same <laughs> yes. time as any good yeah. challenge should be. Well, this is also something uh, I was talking about with. Annabelle last week that she's like I'm anxious it was about getting a cat mm-hmm. but I'm like is it excitement or anxious I'm like cause anxiety because I'm like there's a kind of the same feeling yeah you know it's like yeah. scary excitement they're right. all they're all in the same yeah they're there. walking the same line they are yeah yeah they yeah. both kind of make you want to like throw up a they bit. do <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 right. you're scared and excited. but it's okay it you is. know it's okay to think about it it's so interesting that it's like so scary to think about something like it right. doesn't mean that it's happening right it's like if i even dare to think about that potentially being true like that's nauseating yeah it's like it's okay it's I can totally think about okay it. yeah who's yeah who's stopping you and why would it yeah why would it be it doesn't make problem. it real yeah. and maybe it will make it real maybe that's why it's scary yeah it's like because yeah, I think you know it's it gonna happen. Because <laughs> I know myself. I'm like, the, once I set my mind to it, yeah, when like, the you know, now begin? we're doing it. Right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> All that. right, so that one was great. Yeah, yeah. And sweaty. <laughs> um, my second one was making food for myself as an act of love without mm. like trying to control it or like eating with like overly emotional eating. Yeah. Um. That one was a lot more challenging. Mm. I did do it twice. Um, One time before vacation and then one time after vacation. And it makes me kind of laugh now. In the (laughs) moment, I was um, more irritated by it. (laughs) (laughs) So it's easier in hindsight. Yeah. So, yeah, when I got back from vacation, I very intentionally, like, Well, so I was, so I have my kids and they are two growing boys and they eat like all day, Mm -hmm. sometimes out of boredom and sometimes because they're starving. But I noticed that I can't quite tell whether it's me or them, but I have a lot of angst around feeding them because I feel like it's constant. Yeah. But the other day I noticed that I was really anxious about like, what am I going to feed them next? Mm. It's going to be mealtime. And they were totally fine. They weren't hungry. They had probably just eaten an hour earlier. Yeah. And so I really thought about making myself like something that's healthy and something that I like and just a meal for me because obviously I don't eat the same as they do because they eat kid food because that's, you know, what we do here. (laughs) (laughs) They eat kid nuggets and mac and cheese. Uh, Yeah. Um, So I don't usually do that. I usually put them first, get them fed. Yeah usually eat whatever I made them yep. feel like crap because I shouldn't be eating that anyway. Yep. And then, um, so I made myself, I can't remember what I made. Oh, maybe like a rice bowl with something. Hmm. But when I was eating it, <laughs> I was 
noticing that I was in like task mode still. I wasn't enjoying it. Yeah. It wasn't with love. Wow. And I was more just like, okay, that's checked off the list. Like done. That like what was checked off the list was your challenge. No, uh, not the challenge. Just the act of like, all right, I need to eat. What am I gonna eat? I'm gonna do this. Boom, checked it off the list. Okay. It's done. And it's like there's no joy, even if it's you know something that is healthy and I'm in, like wow enjoying. I don't know. It was just interesting that in the midst of the day, I don't know if I can quite put like articulate what was going on in my head, but yeah. it was like still not really um, a loving, <laughs> joyful sure. moment. It was like, all right, that was done. I had a major anxiety about mm. it. I was super angsty. And then I was like on to making their meal. And so it like still wasn't a nice feeling. But mm. I did make myself a meal before feeding them, which I felt like was a step. That's a step. Towards something. Well, what was the anxiety about? I just have a lot of anxiety around food. Yeah. Um, yeah meal yeah. times. I've, I mean, I've heard um, eating disorders talked about as like a food addiction and mm. Um, I think that I've heard that in the past year only, and I feel like that's been really helpful because um, it. I don't want to, you know, guess what an addict has to go through, but having to go into the kitchen, know that I have to, like, do something to feed my body. Like, I can't starve myself or not eat. I did do that for a period of time when I was younger. I'm, I mm. thought I was cured because I'm past that, but I, like, have to do something. I have to, like, feed myself. Yeah. I want to do it well. But I have, like, all of this um, built up and possibly generational anxiety around food. I think it's, like, layered. Yeah, for you know? sure. Yes. So, and then a lot of, I mean, at camp today, we're, we're planning for camping. Mm-hmm. And we're food planning and prepping. And it's, like, all this anxiety around, like, what to do. Like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. I think um, from a young age, like, I didn't really under- know how to, like, I would always control it. Mm. Um, so it's... It's, yeah, just learning how do people eat? <laughs> yeah. How do people eat? What am I going to eat? Now right. I have all these, like, um, restrictions because out of my stomach is, you know, rejecting all these things probably because of, like, decades <laughs> of this. Who yeah. knows? Mm. Um, and so it's trying to figure out what will make my body feel good mm. and get this task done. Yeah. But eventually I want it to be, like, a non-issue. I don't know if that'll ever be the case, but like enjoyable, it's done, it's over, and like no, you know, not obsessing about it until like the next meal. You know? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it's a lot of stress around something that happens like throughout the day. It's a, it's such a regular thing to think about, right? And also, just the fact that you're talking about it and naming it right now, I'm like really appreciative, and I think it's like really vulnerable to share. Thanks. Yeah, yeah I feel like. There's a lot of power in that. Yeah. After having lived with it for the amount of time that you have to be taking these steps to do it, it's going to feel all kinds of weird, probably. Yeah. And also, there's also the element of when you're in parenting mode, it is so hard to think about yourself in a way that's like what you're trying to do. Yeah. And I think it is a valiant effort that I know if anyone can accomplish because you can like make a task out of it or something. I don't know. <laughs> well, don't that's, know. The, that's problem. the problem. Maybe, but it I is task everything. But it is going to be something that I'm I'm interested to see how that goes. Yeah, yeah. That is what I'm learning, and I've learned that people who are more in their head and organized and tasking things all the time do have a harder time recovering from eating disorders mm. because you just can't control your body. 
So. Yeah. Right. Yes. We did learn that recently. That leads yeah. into my challenge for this week. Ooh, okay. Let's Are you hear ready it. for it? I'm ready. Okay. Um, I'm going to stick with having a mantra because I just really like um, kind of reframing the narratives and they've just been kind of sweet. I like um, having mm. them. I used to think of them as cheesy, but they've been nice to like just yeah. say to myself and um, they've been comforting. Love that. So in, you know, in line with this, you know, kind of um, growing moment, I'm mine for this week is going to be to tell myself I deserve to enjoy eating mm. um, because every time I kind of think about that or really say it to myself, I get very emotional. So it's something I need to obviously keep telling myself and working oh. through. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So. Wow. That's a that's really good mantra. one. That's a really yeah? good one. Yeah, I think it is. Okay. Because, uh, you know, we talked about a couple of times how powerful it is to change the way you talk to yeah. yourself and i think the more you say that to yourself i i do think it'll in like grow seeds yeah grow seeds or grow roots <laughs> what is how do you grow seeds can you grow seeds they come so from I, somewhere <laughs> <laughs> i think someone does grow seeds yeah well grow roots yeah. <laughs> yeah. i don't know if i want roots either no but you don't want to yes get, yeah <laughs> Um, so that'll be my mantra for this week. And then, um, I am going to focus on practicing, like having my mind surrender and release control, Mm. um, with the trust that my body can tell me what to do around food, exercise, and even rest. Um, wow. Yeah. Because the body apparently does not lie. No. You know, but my mind. It keeps the score. (laughs) yeah people have said yeah um but i you know i know that my mind can do a number of tricks yeah um wow and control all the things so it is quite the concept to think about doing it in reverse i love that but i'm gonna try to uh release okay so these are some mind challenges Mm -hmm. that's major yeah releasing the mind right like Getting out of my mind and mm. back into my body. Whoa. Yeah. That's big. I love that for you. It makes so much sense for the, the things we've been talking about. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Those are great challenges. Yep. Thank you. Yeah. All right. My turn? Yeah. What do you got? Okay. So, all right. I will say that uh, my two challenges and I have to say that I want to keep the challenges I've been doing. So I'm like adding to the things, right? You're such a, an achiever. I am. <laughs> it matters to me that like I want this stuff to stay yeah. as consistent parts of my life. That's, you know. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, it's not just for a week. No. Yeah. Even Which means I'm winning, but I'm just saying. Oh, okay. Um, okay, so this past couple of weeks I've been overwhelmed by the upcoming anniversary of my father's passing. Mm-hmm. It's been really emotionally taxing for me. Also because I was thinking about podcasting about it. Mm. And I think if I hadn't had that element of it, it wouldn't have been so much. Um, but it was important for me to do. It was important for me to tell yeah. part of the story. and But it was it took a toll on me. Yeah. Um, and so that brought on some periods of overwhelm. And there were two things that I did that I'm going to challenge myself to... to not do, but I don't want it to be a negative challenge. I want to have a, a an instead of. So the first is um, 
that I would pick up my phone like we talked about. Mm -hmm. I will pick up my phone and I even did this today. I'm overwhelmed. I picked up my phone and went to TikTok and scrolled Mm. on silent. Yeah. I was just like not even re. I was like maybe reading captions, but I wasn't even engaged with the videos and I just did it with like numb. So my challenge is if I'm feeling overwhelmed, which I know what it feels like Mm -hmm. to bring my phone and put it on a charger and just like not have it near me. That like feels like a big thing for me. Yeah. To not have it near me, to put it away and then to see what happens. Yeah, that's good. Um, Because then my mind is forced to engage with the kids, do something else with it. Um, just to not have it near me so that I'm not tempted to just move from app to app or try to text or something. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't even say forced. Like, your mind wouldn't be forced to do anything. It would be allowed to just be. Right. right. Instead of having the input of five million other stories coming in from social media. Exactly. Yeah. So that first challenge is to... um, If... If I find myself in a place where I don't know what to do with myself and I'm picking up my phone, to notice it yeah. and to put my phone on a charger or just in another room. Yeah. It may okay. sound like an abstract challenge, but I know what that feels like and I know what I need Yeah. There. All right. Maybe that will shape what you write on your screen there if you have a little prompt. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the, like the phone keeps coming up for me. Mm-hmm. I can't, how can I expect the kids to do anything when I'm right. not doing it myself? So yeah. Okay, that's first. Second challenge is, this one hits a little harder. Okay. Um, recently with, and this is just recently, but with the, the, the feelings I've been having, I've been more frequently at night having bourbon before I go to bed. Mm. And that puts me in a very consistently depressed state. I have a harder time sleeping. Yeah. I almost feel like I need I need to have it on some level. Um, in order to just come down from like, but this has not been consistent for me. It's mm-hmm. just come up when I'm sad and it's a depressant on top of that. So yeah. I, instead of doing that, because I do need an instead or else like it and water won't do like, so what I'm going to do is after the kids are asleep, instead of just going to my room and like plopping down and, you know, doing that whole thing, I'm going to go outside for a walk. Nice. And if it's raining, I might, I might still walk, but I might, or I just might go sit outside um, underneath uh, overhang for a little bit. Yeah. Breathe in some air and allow myself to just have that space to just take in whatever just happened and to not lean into the sadness. Yeah. That can be very overwhelming for me. Yeah. And that over time has a very negative effect on my mood. Right. So I... I'm going to put that down, not drink at all at night when I'm, when I have the kids, when I'm on my own. Yeah. Um, and even though like, even though it hasn't been something I've been struggling with over for a while now, seeing it creep back in is something that I'm, I'm a little nervous about. So, so yeah. Yeah. Was that a lot this week, um, leading up to like the anniversary of your dad's death? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. Yeah. Nature is so amazing. It like is. Being outside. Oh, yeah. It's so much easier to breathe. <laughs> I know. Imagine that. <laughs> Especially like a cool summer night. Yeah. Like, or just just being out. I love the smell. Yeah. I love just the air and looking at the stars. Yeah. 
um, I just feel like it, so it, it has such a grounding and healing yeah. impact on me. So yeah. that is, those are my two challenges on top of trying to keep with the Everything parenting else. one and the silence. It's a part of silence too. Yeah. Um, I don't feel like I need to keep the challenge of sharing at work. Yeah. I feel like that was a big moment and a yep. big win there. So that was. for me. Yeah. yeah. Well, and once you've done that, then you've opened that connection. Right. You know, so it won't it won't be that difficult. It won't be a challenge really. Right. To share with her because she might share with you. Yeah. She might check in with you. Yeah. It's more just normal. Like you're getting to know each other. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. That first hurdle is over with. <laughs> she knows you have a podcast. <laughs> that she'll never the listen to because she's 23 <laughs> and she thinks it's cringy. That I'm... <laughs> Perfect. 